page. Okay, well, I'm gonna stop this and we're gonna see how it sounds. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Actually, I want to hear your impression. I want you to pretend. You know the name of the show. I want you to yeah, <laughs> I want right. you to improv. All right. So, here we are with, uh, this is, uh, Fuck You, He's My Dad. That's the intro. <laughs> Today we're joined by special guest, Edward. Eddie. Ed. E-D. You can spell it E D die. Wow. <laughs> e D or die. Um Yeah, so we have Eddie as a guest because last episode we said we'd have a guest and we're really good at following through. And here I am. Yeah, we are. We are too good at following through. Yes, we are. Very I forgot so, we're recording. Okay. <laughs> so uh Eddie is a good friend of mine. Um you could say that. He sucks. Big eggs, big that's, donkey dick. That's a little more accurate. No, that's Craig. <laughs> Craig never listens, so we can trash talk him nonstop. That's true. Craig doesn't listen to the podcast, so that's an immediate minus one. Uh, Eddie plays the keyboard in the band that I play in, and then um, also he's a friend of mine, a long-term friend of mine. He's been a friend of mine, and he's a friend of mine. He's pretty cool. I do what I can. He's a good guy. Um, I personally don't know him. This is the first time I've ever met him. So it's nice to meet you, Andrew. Yeah, it's good to meet you too. <laughs> yep, never knew each other before this. Um, so, uh, Eddie, you know when we just met you earlier today, we were talking about um, how you're such an inspiration for the Spanish culture, having been the first Spaniard to have stepped off the boat uh, into the and Americas back and in... on to the "fuck you, he's my dad" podcast. Yeah, right from the boat to here. <laughs> and so we wanted to hear about that journey, that transition, and what that uh, felt like. <laughs> okay. Well, immediately after getting off the boat, walking down the gangplank onto the shore, the first thing I noticed was the amount of people already here. Um, and that just couldn't stand. So, obviously, I wrote back to, back to Spain, um, told them, hey... There's people here. (laughs) (laughs) And they kind of got the gist of what I was intending (laughs) right from the get-go. And so immediately they wrote me back saying that there will be conquistadors on the scene. Um, Whoa, that was some mouse clicking. Yeah, there was a little mouse clicking there. There were no mouse... in Spain or...? (laughs) Well, everywhere, actually, right now. Um... Anyway, they wrote back saying that there was going to be uh, some conquistadors on the way. I just had to scout out the area ahead of time and uh, let them know what was going to go down. And so that's exactly what I did. Hell yeah. I went everywhere, told them, hey, the Spaniards are coming. And they kind of, they, they got the gist. Oh, that's good. And um, now you're here. And now, I'm on. So I'm is on. this also you spreading your message? <laughs> yeah, guys, hey, the Spanish are coming. <laughs> I'm a little concerned with the audio right now, because if you look, my idol is the same level as Eddie's speaking. It's because I talk in stereo. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Uh, I believe that. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Andrew, this is our first time ever doing this, so the audience, a.k.a. Jacob Martin, What's he's going to figure it out. Sorry if the audio is a little whack. It is. The answer is it's whack. Um, and then my last question for you, Eddie, during this interview, <laughs> um, is how do you deal with being mistaken as Johnny Depp 24-7? It's actually one of the... It, it's been hard recently, just with all of the allegations that have come out about Johnny Depp. So sometimes I'll just get like random, uh, random people coming up to me and saying, Hey, you're that asshole guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they're not wrong, but um, definitely, definitely not Johnny Depp. Um, it must have been pretty good around like Pirates of the Caribbean, though, right? Oh, at World's End, it was prime time for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> How was um, going around spreading your message about the Spaniards as Johnny Depp, though? It made it a lot easier. I could get into more places because I had that celebrity status. Were people confused that Johnny Depp was a Spaniard? Yes. Have you ever <laughs> met Johnny Depp? No, but I would love to. That'd be great. Hey, Johnny Depp, if you're listening, hit us up. You can be our guest with Eddie. Yeah, Yeti. Both Johnnies. My name's... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Johnny. That was awful. Yeah. This is awful. Okay, Andrew, let's hear a topic. Okay. So, the other... Actually, this happens all the fucking time. Now, especially, that's getting warmer. And there's people with their windows down, blasting music, me included. But there's always, like, those one cars where they're just blasting rap. And I cannot tell the difference between any of them because all you can hear is like the bass like boom, 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 boom. Like that's all you fucking hear. And like that hi-hat just only like. So my main complaint is why do all rap drum beats sound the fucking same? They're sampled. And I hate it. It's like they all do the same shitty sounds. And like all the bass is just like that low. It's like boom, boom. That's because they crank it. That's because it's those people who are like, I have a sick car stereo system. I'm going to bump it. And then they bump it to the point where you can't hear it because their car stereo system is, it's in a car, so it can't be that good. If yeah. it's in a car, it's shit. That's life. The one song that my car can bump is September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. I can, like, every other song, if I bring it up to, like, 20 volume, it, like, starts, like, rattling the speakers and stuff. But that song, I can bring it up to, like, 35. Wow. It's, it's really good. I wonder if it's, like, mixed, like, all mid. Like Maybe, like I don't know. It's such a good song, though. A, I'm really glad that's the one song I can play. I'd like to point out that Andrew's sound waves are fucking gigantic. Compared hey, to compared <laughs> Sorry, headphone users. <laughs> Jesus. All dead. Um, So you're just bitching about people listening to loud music in their cars? No, I'm bitching about rap having really bad drum parts. I think old school rap's cool. Like yeah, but that's because it has like the hip hop drums. That's a rap album right there. It's like the. That's Kendrick, that's Kendrick Lamar. I. To pimp a butterfly. Because like you think about like hip hop drums, and those are a lot of fun. You know, they're like really bombastic, like just cool like beats that you can like really bob your head to. But then there's like hip hop drums, and it's just like that one hi hat do like. Like that's all it fucking does. To be fair, that sounds a little bit cooler than most rap beats. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I should write rap beats. <laughs> Anyways, let me check that off my list, except for right now I'm in airplane mode, so it won't let me check it off my list. Eddie, I need you to get in this fucking microphone. Here I am inside the microphone. Thank inside you. Inside your ears. We're going to be, like, really close. Because the thing is, I can mix this later. 
but we want a consistent sound between our voices because we're sharing a microphone. If there's one thing you need to know about me is I'm not consistent, baby. Eddie sucks. <laughs> He's fucking shit. <laughs> oh, here's another thing. Okay. We didn't do a commercial last week. No, we didn't. So, Andrew, now you're doing two. Unless, Eddie, do you want to improv I think Eddie should do one, and then we can do one. Well, you know? What am I commercializing? Whatever, Whatever the want. fuck you It'll want. It'll be in a minute. It'll, you have some time to kill. Okay. At the 30-minute mark, we'll have Andrew do one. Around the 45-minute mark, we'll have you do one. All right. And then we'll cut to, like, Game of the Bi-Weekly or whatever the fuck in Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'll promote Dollar Shave Club. Fuck you, Game of Thrones. (laughs) Game of Thrones, you listen to me. Fuck you. Shut up, Andrew. Um, Fuck. So, Andrew hates black people was the point of his story. Fuck. Um, The point of my story is uh, I'm going to talk about growing up in... uh, the suburbs in, in Meridian, and I had a little pedal car when I was like 10. Andrew, you remember the little race car, pedal car? No, I remember that weird blue battery-powered car I got because no. parents loved me. You don't remember that in the big house? No, the red house? Pedal car has pedals. It's a car. Was it like a tin car? No, it was like a race car. Like It looked like a like a race car, but it was like kind of like slanted back. Was, I'm just riding a four-wheeled bicycle. I don't remember like that. A race car. <laughs> That's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, I, like that. I do not remember that. I remember... <laughs> At the Red House, I had the blue battery-powered car because mom and dad loved me. Well, Except yes. for, our, didn't grandma and grandpa get that for me? I have no idea. I don't remember either. Anyway, we broke that. Anyway, but the We pedal broke car, both of them. The pedal car. Um, there was a time where me and Nicholas, our older brother, who we shall not name that I already named, uh, and, we were, <laughs> <laughs> and we were fucking bored as shit, and so he uh, had his bike. And I, at the time, either didn't want to ride a bike, didn't have a bike, had hurt myself on a bike. There's some reason I didn't I want think to be on a bike. Wasn't there a thing like you ran into a mailbox <laughs> and then you just stopped riding your bike for like two years? That could have been that period of time, but I don't really know. I think it was that. But um, we went outside because I was going to ride that. Nicholas was going to ride his bike. And then he had the genius idea because I couldn't go as fast as him because I'm in a little shitty pedal bike car. And so he tied the pedal car to his bike. And then would pull me along. So then I was going really fucking fast in this pedal car. Like, faster than anybody should be going. And I would have to turn with him on the turns. Otherwise, my car would just, like, hit the rope and it hit the asphalt a certain way. It would roll. <laughs> and so I would, like, turn with him. And we made this huge turn that I did not do correctly and totally rolled off. Scraped my ass on the ground. And, like... I burned a hole in my jeans from rubbing my ass thing. Like I went through the underwear, like holes. And the first thing uh, was that yeah, it hurt or whatever the fuck. But then I was like, oh my god, mom's gonna fucking kill me. I just ruined a pair of jeans. Like oh, they're man. destroyed. And so I was terrified. So me and Nichols like run back home and then hide the bikes for some reason. Like apparently that's gonna save us. And then. I take off my pants and my underwear and, like, change into different jeans and different underwear and just fucking throw it at the top of my closet behind a bunch of shit. Like, they'll never be found again. We'll just never mention it. Like, we'll move out and I'll tell the story kind of thing. And then five seconds later, I go downstairs and then my mom's like, so why'd you change your pants? And I was like, fuck! And then, like... Uh-oh. Andrew dropped his phone into the abyss. Uh, anyway, uh, but then, yeah, she immediately knew, and then I was I'm a, I'm a little baby boy, so I was just, like, let loose on what it was. and then They're in my closet. Like, my ass hurt the whole time. Anyway, but... Why are you bleeding profusely out of your ass? <laughs> um, that's my story. Podcast's over.
then just dead air. <laughs> All right, we do this professionally. I like it. Okay, Eddie, now you need to speak more because you're the guest. Yeah, I actually have a funny bike story. Let me get into this mic real quick so I can tell it. <laughs> um, uh, when I was a kid, probably around like eight or nine, um, my parents had like an RV type of thing. Like it was like one of those campers that you would like attach to the back of a truck. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like the trailer camper things. Yeah. Um, and we had it like fully like out and we were like getting it ready to go camping. Um, and so we were like, we were like going in and out of it, putting food in there, you know, just getting like generally ready. And then me and my dad are standing like right out front of the camper. And next thing we hear, like right behind us, we're like facing towards the house away from the camper. And so behind us, we hear just this like thud. And we turn around, and it's just this kid, like, flat on the ground, because he was, like, staring at us while he was, like, riding his bike by, and then just, like, s- clipped, like, the end of our camper, and was just <laughs> clotheslined. <laughs> and so he's just, like, lying on the ground, and he's just, like, moaning. And we're, I could barely help from laughing. Like, being only, like, eight or nine, like, it was the funniest shit to me. <laughs> like, it was so good. <laughs> Obviously, like, my dad and parents were like, oh, my God, are you okay? But I was busting up. Like, it was so good. I feel like that could have been a sweet horror movie moment where then the trailer breaks and collapses onto the child. <laughs> yeah, like a, a Final Destination yeah, type of thing. Fucked up shit. <laughs> It'd be awesome. It would be. Kendrew, bike story. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, hold Just on. kidding. It doesn't have to be no, a bike no, story. No, no, I have, Tell us about I, how you never learned how to ride a bike. No, I knew how to ride a bike. I, no, I do, guys. I, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm hip. Oh, fuck. Okay, so this isn't, like, fun or exciting, but I remember one time for my birthday, I got a bike, and I was like, wow, this is, like, a cool bike, because it was, like, the transition from, like, when you have, like, kid bikes, like, getting, like, one of those adult bikes, or, like, larger, but, like, they're way too big, and you can't really get on it, and then, like, you have to, like, really hop up on there, and you can't touch the ground when you're, like, all the way up there, but it was like, wow, this is, like, a full-grown bike. I'm really excited. And then we moved, and it was immediately stolen. First night. Like, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty, pretty good impression. I like that. Um, I like I loved that Andrew bike. getting shit stolen from him. It's the only place in Boise that shit gets stolen. Like, that's the only thing that's really stolen. You know, yeah, this is bikes. why I hate well, rap beats. <laughs> <laughs> because your bike got stolen? Yeah. I got my bike stolen from me, and then my skateboard stolen from me. Nice. So it's literally anything with wheels. It's like, it's like the people from like, uh, the North End specifically. Yeah. Like I get all of my shit stolen in the North End, and I don't like it. It hurts my feelings. Don't steal from me, please. <laughs> um, don't steal in general. That's just kind of a dick move. Unless it's for the good of the people, Robin Hood style. Like if you're gonna steal, like. A bunch of food from Walmart to Listen, give to poor children. If you're going to be stealing, make sure it's millions of dollars. If you stole my bike so you could get to work and feed your family, we're chill. But I don't think that's the case, buddy. There's definitely some <laughs> fucking college kid just like stole some kid's bike, Dude, rode around, real. and then threw it in a river. It's, yeah. Speaking of which, I know a guy who does that. Oh, I'm yeah, not going to name know. him, but he's one of my favorite people ever. But when he was in uh, when he was in college, he would steal bikes for no reason, and then ride Maybe them. Maybe he stole my bike. Maybe he did, mm-hmm. and then he rode it around and he threw it in the river like he just didn't give a shit. Anyway, shout out to uh, homeboy. But... Yeah, you've really improved as a person, and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for stealing Andrew's bike. Okay, time to cross it off the list. Okay, Andrew, what else? 
Um, okay, so this is kind of a throwback. Um, when I was like, you know, when you're little, you are like scared of something, and then like, just because you were scared of it then, now you're scared of it now. Okay. That for me is zombies. I think because like the i like the idea of zombies isn't like scary because like you know like the like walking around and stuff, but like the main thing that scares me is like being conscious but not able to control yourself, and like that's. What really spooks me about zombies, you know, it's more like more philosophical. I was mainly terrified by um, Dawn of the Dead, the 2004 Dawn of the Dead remake, where the zombies would, like, go full sprint and would beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Like, that shit fucking scared me as a kid. Like, uh, 20, 28 days later? Yeah. God, I didn't, yeah. my parents don't let me watch that movie for good reason. Oh, I didn't watch it until recently, and now I can really, like, respect it. Such a good movie. That's why I think, like, Left 4 Dead zombies are, like, some of the scariest, like, kinds. Because... I think some of the best done zombies is The Last of Us. I think those are beautifully designed. Well, I've actually never played Last of Us, but they're, like, based off of that, like, um, like, mushroom. Or, yeah, like, cordyceps. Thing. Yeah. That's pretty creepy. It's really cool because they're like walking around like clicking at you and they're blind and they have like fungus growing out of their fucking face. It's epic. It's epic. Yeah, I really like uh, the head crab zombies when I'm live and they're like. <laughs> yeah, those guys are also spooky. Especially yeah. in like Half-Life 2 where they're like, help me. And then you kill them with a crowbar because, you know, yeah. you're Gordon Freeman. You got better shit to fry. You know, you and you just whack degree. their bodies until they explode into kill. giblets. Oh, wait, no, you have a doctorate. You're a doctor. Aren't you? Dr. Gordon Freeman? Yeah, because you're Dr. Oh. Freeman. Probably uh, yeah. like a doctor in physics where you're like more of an... They're waiting for you, Freeman. Well, he was like in an the engineer test because chamber. he was like in the first game he pushed like... I think he's a material scientist. Okay. But yeah, he pushed the thing and the thing. Yeah, like he actually does work. Like... <laughs> he got a doctor's degree to push a chunk of <laughs> shit into a laser. <laughs> and then survive and save the world. And then... He didn't save the world. Yeah. At all. He did something that I forget because it's been forever since I've seen like. It's just the G Man. It's G Man. Yeah, but then like. Is he G Man? Just fucking no, release us. Yes. What the Corn fuck confirmed. happens in that Half Life universe? They left us with a fucking cliffhanger. Well, you can't like spoil it. How old is that game now? That game's a... so old. That's it's like, like a... spoiling Star Wars now. Yeah, guess what? Fucking Vader is Luke's father. Who? Bruce Wilkes is a, a ghost. Oh my god! Bruce I haven't. Wilkes? I haven't seen that. I have not seen. Actually, that movie terrified me when I was little. Like the dude, the girl vomiting. Like oh uh, yeah, it was gross. Um, we sat down to watch that movie. Me and Haley and Craig and Joy. Who's Joy? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, and so we were watching the movie, and within the first five minutes, I was like. Well, you know, at least he's a ghost, so this doesn't matter. And then Craig's like, "What?" And I was like, "What the fuck?" And Craig had never seen the movie before. That's... He's never seen The Sixth Sense. I spoiled it in the first five minutes because I assumed everybody's seen The Sixth Sense. It's such an old and, like, popular movie. You would think everyone's yeah. seen it. Like, fucking Lonely Island made, like, made fun of that spoiler. Or at least that spoiler is, like, so popular that, like, everyone has to know, like... Craig's listened to jizz in my pants he has yeah it's in it <laughs> anyway so that's a thing i did i really hate m night Shyamalan now because i i really liked his stuff before because you he know, wrote one good movie he wrote was six cents. it was the last airbender no and then he's produced Signs shit sucks. since everything sucks no no i think nothing good uh split was pretty good 
No. I enjoyed it. No. I haven't seen it. Can't speak on it. It's no. pretty good. But he wrote it back in his actual prime. trash. Listen, it, me and my friends have a movie night. We haven't done it in forever because we've been watching Game of Thrones a shit ton because a couple of them haven't seen Game of Thrones. I have to finish my beer. But um, for um, one of the movies on that list is The Last Airbender because you cannot experience art without experiencing pain. Why don't you watch the entire Last Airbender series and then watch the movie as a culminating? I think that might actually be because like, after Game of Thrones, we can just go and watch all that. It's like the same thing, right? The Last Airbender TV show is honestly one of the best things I've ever spent my time watching. I never, like, sat down and watched it on purpose. Like, I never, like, followed along, but every time it was on, I would watch it. Me and uh, my mom, we would, like, sit down and watch it all the time. That's awesome. It has, like, really cool, like, martial arts. And I like, like, kung fu movies and, like, martial arts movies. So it has, like, really cool, like, kung fu fighting and, uh, like, cool just, like, visuals and everything for, like, an animation and a really nice story. So it's, like, I don't know. It hit, like, every mark for me, and I loved it. It was like an anime show, and watching anime, I've, I've noticed a trope that makes me want to fucking kill myself, which is like, you'll have the main characters like doing like these kind of fun like plot arcs with kind of like, there's a lot of one-off episodes, but there's like a main story happening that's kind of overarching, and then they all of a sudden just like hit this wall that is like this one thing that takes six seasons to get through, like in Naruto. When they do the tournament, and the tournament takes so fucking long. Yeah, there's a lot of filler in a lot of anime. In Bleach, it's like when they go to the Soul Society realm or whatever the fuck, and that takes so fucking it's long. Episodes of just isn't, talking. Isn't One Piece Care. just all filler? Isn't it still going on to That's this day? Anime. That is anime. Yeah. Popular anime is filler. No, you watch but it's like on like season about like them 14, frying tofu, right? There's there's a couple anime that don't do it. I would say The Last Airbender is one of the few that doesn't yes. have a lot of filler. That's what I'm saying. The um, filler actually like matters. <clears throat> yeah, like it's like character development of like important people that are going to come back later on. Uh, so it's like it all builds on each other, and there's only like like four seasons or something because really? it's like. Or maybe there's, like, three seasons for, like, oh, each book. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 you're right. It's one season per book. Yeah. And there's only four books. Yeah. And so it's only, like, four seasons, and there's, like, a few episodes per season, like, a, quite a few episodes per season, but it, it's all, like, it all matters. Agreed. Um, I need to get more into this mic, because I'm looking at my wave levels, and they're <laughs> yikes. Like, uh, like, uh, I hate anime. <laughs> uh... You might like Attack on Titan. I really liked Attack on Titan. I enjoyed I watched season one, and I don't really want to watch any of the other seasons. I just kind of want to read, like, a wiki article, figure out, like, what happened, watch, like, a YouTube video that summarizes it. I, I've only seen season one. I haven't seen the other seasons. Either, I haven't either. I like, there's a lot of interest, like, what is up with the weird fleshy dudes? Like, what's up with all this other stuff? Yeah, why are they so beef? I think Attack on Titan is great. It's extremely violent and extremely bloody. Uh, definitely let your kids watch it. It's very... I Woo! enjoyed it. I also like uh, Fooly Cooly. I haven't seen that. That's like six episodes long. You could watch that in an afternoon. Yeah. But I mean, it's pretty good. I just haven't seen it. We could go home and watch it. <laughs> like, really good. Okay, we're going to go pause the podcast and go watch Fooly Cooly. We'll catch you in a little bit. Bye. So we just got back from watching Fooly Cooly. And damn, was that shit bloody. <laughs> We didn't. Eddie has no idea. Or does he? I mean, I, I know it's like kind of odd, 
In what way? It's really weird. I don't they even do? understand I, the Isn't there, story. like, someone that comes out of, like, someone else's head at some point? Okay, that's that's a good note. What else? Um, They, like, spend a lot of time in a sewer, and there's a bunch of rats everywhere. <laughs> there's a guy with eyebrows. I don't know anything about the rats in the sewer, but Andrew knows about eyebrows. I love eyebrows, guy. They were trained by a master rat who was really good at kung fu. So then they learned how to be ninjas. And they protected the world from evil shredder. Ninja Turtles. Donatello is my favorite. <clears throat> I also really like Donatello. But... I like Raphael in the sense of, because uh, Leonardo is supposed to be the leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's good boy. Yeah. And then Raphael is hot-headed boy. Donatello is smart boy. Yeah, because it's like lawful good and then chaotic good. And there's a cool plot arc in the comics where uh, Raphael becomes shredder. Because he wants to beat people up and is angry. Really? I think, if I remember correctly. Huh. Also, Donatello loses his arm. They retconned all of it, so it doesn't happen anymore. Like, it's not real. But that happened. Have you seen, like, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Like, the the movies by the guy who did Transformers? No, no, no. Like, Fuck the those. new cartoon where they changed everyone's weapons. Is it the... Oh! It's not the full 3D one that came out, like... Because that, like, they rebooted it on Nickelodeon in, like, 2014, right? Yeah, this is, like, a 2D one, I think. Yeah, and that was lame. I watched it. It wasn't good. It's like the new Teen Titans. New Teen Titans <laughs> is just different. Like, <coughs> I sat down and watched it, and I loved old Teen Titans. Like, it was it was awesome. It's so good. But this new Teen Titans is, like, strictly for, like, a new base of, like, people. Yeah, I don't think you can compare it to the old Teen Titans, because it's, like, same name, different brand. Yeah, it's it, like, I feel that same way. It's definitely, like, after Adventure Time came out, Cartoon Network was like, this is how you make fucking cartoons. And it's all just fart jokes and random stuff. Yeah, it's just, like, really weird. Random humor is, like, super popular with the kids now, apparently. Makes Doing a nauseous. show, I think, does it really well, though. Amazing World of Gumball. That, that show's show, fantastic. It has some really good humor. But that's, like, I don't know. Like, uh, Amazing World of Gumball still came out when Cartoon Network wasn't doing garbage. I haven't watched Cartoon Network. I haven't had cable in years. Yeah, me the too. The last Cartoon Network show I saw was the regular show. Yeah. That was pretty good. And I like that. Yeah. That ended like a year ago, they released two years ago. all the really good shows all at the same time because it was Amazing World of Gumball, it was Regular Show, and Adventure Time all came out at the same time. And then mm-hmm. after that, they're like, let's just keep on doing this. Let's do this bad. one with Bears, Teen Titans, but the new one with Bears, the other one. Uncle, Grandpa. one thing that's really weird about like adventure time is it has like a super deep lore it's like there's like a whole like subplot of this like old war that went on like a nuclear war that caused the world to turn into like the adventure time world it's really weird there is a lot of um yeah i've seen some of that like the the episodes always get like really weird like ice king Fucking weird characters. I yeah. love, uh, is it Tom Kenny? Yeah, it is Tom yeah. Kenny. He's one of my favorite voice actors ever. He's great. Yeah, he's a great guy. He does everything good in the world. Wait, can we can we talk about our favorite episode of SpongeBob? Haven't we already done that? No. Okay. Not with Eddie now. <laughs> okay, That's shoot. Thing you could do every guest. What's your favorite episode of SpongeBob? Yeah, we might hold you to that. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, okay. My favorite episode of SpongeBob. That's kind of a hard one. Uh, Just fucking answer it. I guess the one, <laughs> I guess the one I uh, remember the most off the top of my head is um, 
like the bu- the Bubble Boy episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, when uh, they were like when SpongeBob had like his best friend be a bubble, uh, that was really funny. And like the whole like beach like ganged up <laughs> on the bubble and like get the bubble, and they try to pop him, but pop SpongeBob wasn't bubble. down with that. Pop the bubble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was good shit. Did you have any SpongeBob episodes that like terrified you? Um, terrified. I don't think terrified. Oh, actually, yes. Uh, the episode when everyone is being chased by the butterfly. Yes, that one scared that me too. Traumatized. Because like me. it wasn't bad, but then it's like the zoom in and does like the fly thing. That's what gets you. The the whole buzzing and like the close up on the bug's face. Honestly, I'm still scared of like yeah, butterflies. That's today. why is. <laughs> That's why I hate bugs. Like, the sound of buzzing, I fucking hate it. Can't do it. God damn. Last night, we were sitting in our bedroom, and Joy was working on a paper, and I was doing jack-all fucking off-shit the dick butt. And we were, it was absolutely silent. Like, we're just sitting there, and we heard this... And then, <laughs> it's, like, super loud, and Joy's like, what the fuck was that? And so I get up and look, and there's this giant fucking fly just, like ramming his fucking head into the window. Sorry, audio listeners, which then, is all of you. And then he leaves. And we're like, that was weird. And then I sit down, and he comes over to my window, and he's like, and we're like, what the fuck? Gonna, like, fucking shatter your glass? And I pulled out, like, my flashlight to like, get a good look at him, and he was just like, he flew away into the night. Disappeared. We thought he was gonna break in through the cat door. He had enough force. I feel like he could have broken the cat door. Yeah, that's gross. I hate bugs. Except for, like, praying mantises. Those are really cool. Those are dope. A praying mantis once jumped on my grandma. <laughs> uh, there was, like, a praying mantis on, like, uh, like the top of, like, a curtain. Like, a, like curtains or something. Like, it was just sitting at the very top of it. Um, and so my grandma tried to, like, brush it away with a broom. And it jumped from the top of, like... A windowsill, I guess, and uh, down on my grandma's like chest, and she just started screaming and like brushed it off. I thought she was about to have a heart attack. That's awesome. Let's see what else. It's commercial time with oh. Andrew. Fuck. All right. Have you ever built a Lego set and thought, "Wow, this is really cool"? Yeah. Never thought, wow, I want to build a cooler Lego set, but I'm not cool enough. Or too stupid. All the time. Well, introducing for people who want to build cool Lego sets, but also are they don't understand how to read or look at the manual. We're gonna what you can do now with this new product is just buy pieces pre-built of the Lego set. They mail it to you. It might come broken because you uh, you know, no insurance or anything, but like fragile in Italian actually means tough. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all being shipped from Italy, but you get these these little pre-built things, and then you send it to people so they can just buy all like the individual chunks and then put it together. But the thing is, this coincides with another business where you go and you're paid one cent for every little chunk of Lego thing you build so like you can sign up it's like uber you know you just sign up up with a thing you they send you some lego bits you put them together and then you send them out and you get one cent and that's my product 
So it's a service. Yeah, I'm asking for 25%, and I've only seen, like, one episode of Shark Tank, so so I forget the rest. 25% of what? Uh, interest. (laughs) So, Andrew, who's never seen Shark Tank. I've seen two episodes, okay? I took Econ. They take... They take stake in your business. This yeah, is business I'm you're asking starting. for 25. percent You want no. us to take? You only want 25. percent No. So we have 75 percent of your business now. No. I want to take this in a new direction. We're gonna I sell want staples. 25 percent out of 25. We're gonna make Lego staples, so your Legos can never be taken apart. You only have 25 percent of that's your company. That's already every Lego. What? You only have 25 percent of your company? Yeah, it's a small company. Who has the other 75% of your company? <laughs> no one. It doesn't exist. So you have... You, you, have, have, you have a quarter of a business, and you're making a commercial. Yeah. I need to take off, guys. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> um. So that happened. Um, <laughs> uh, back to business. Yeah. I have a topic... Andrew wants to talk about a topic. I gotta delete a couple of these. I talked about zombies. Okay, so well, all the time in my house. Uh oh. I don't wear pants. <gasps> all the time. You know, I don't like pants that are uncomfortable. I don't want to like wear basketball shorts. I don't want to wear anything. I just want to wear. It's just me and my underwear. It's just like his dick, and then it's like. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's more like me and my dick, and it's like... <laughs> um, but all the time, I don't wear pants. And, you know, this is like a minimal issue. Every once in a while, uh, Joy, Jonah's... Um, uh, I don't even know. Jo- Joy would come over, and it's like, oh, I better put on pants, and I just don't put on pants. And then other times, it's like, oh, we're having family over, and it's like, I'm just going to stay away, and I'm not going to put on pants, and I might have to come smuggle some food while I'm pantsless. But I remember one time, I had D&D that night, and it was, like, an hour away, and I was, like, sitting there. I think I was probably playing Terraria, which might segue into later on when we talk about Terraria, because I fucking love Terraria. I'm never talking about Terraria. But I was, like, playing Terraria, and I was pantsless, and then all of a sudden, my friend... I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably have some good stories, so I'm going to mention your name, and I hope you don't fucking mind, Amar. So one time, um, I was just chilling, and then Amar's girlfriend comes over. And then she's like, yeah, I'm here for D&D. And I'm like, this is start for an hour. And then she's like, oh, okay. And then she just kind of, like, chills. And I'm like, I'm okay with this. But I'm like, I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> so, like, and then it's, like, it's just me, like, playing Terraria while then she's chilling in my room. And it's, like, me trying to, like, sneakily get, like, my basketball shorts so it's not just me being pantsless at my computer. <laughs> and that was one of the most awkward situations of my life. <laughs> but it was pretty good. And then you had a wicked game of no pants, Dungeons and Dragons. No, I put on pants. Basketball shorts or pants? Pants. So you went from no pants to basketball shorts to pants. To chinos. To tinos. <laughs> <laughs> Throw on some pizza rolls. Um, yeah, in that D and D campaign, I played a dragonborn paladin named Frederick. He was pretty fun. He used Ooh. a big axe. And now I'm currently playing a. Actually, no, never mind. My new character is pretty boring. Why don't they? Why don't anybody ever make an old man? Actually, my current character is like 50 years old. No, but I mean like an old man. Like I want to play as a 75-year-old man. Oh, wait. Actually, you I have to have... like wait for him. <laughs> so play as Yoda in your next D&D. You know, 
You know the song Atomic Karate by TWRP? No. Well, TWRP is a really good band. I recommend you give them a listen. No. But they have a song called Atomic Karate, and it's, as you expect, it's karate, but whenever you hit shut, it causes, like, an atomic explosion. Whenever you hot shut. Whenever you hot shut. Um, but I have a character planned out that I don't think it will work. It'll probably have to be, like, an NPC, because it'd be too strong. But it's, like, a 1,500-year-old elf that's been training in this art of atomic karate his entire life. So he's old as fuck, but he can just, like, punch shit and make them explode and look at people and their heads would explode. Oh. Have you ever seen the movie Kung Fury? Yes, actually, I really like it. It's really good. It's like 30 minutes, definitely worth the full 30 minutes. It's uh, really funny, has some good action. But have you seen True Masterpiece, that is Kung Pao? Enter the <laughs> Fist? <laughs> yes. Kung Pao is fantastic. That is like the best worst movie I've ever seen. It's like, so bad. But like purposefully and good. Yes. It's like... Because, like, you look at the room, and it's so bad, it's good. But the thing is, it does the same thing, but it tries to be bad, and it does it very well. I haven't seen it since I was oh, 10. I just recently rewatched it. And it's still good? Yeah. Because Craig rewatched it and said it was good. bad. No, it's still good. Craig just, has a terrible sense in movies. Craig just I, has secondhand embarrassment. It's honestly, I, I maybe watched it, like, a year ago, but it's still... Like pretty good because <laughs> I still quote that movie all the time. But Ooh, fist to foot the... style. <laughs> That's a lot of nuts. Like, <laughs> it's like stupid. God, I fucking okay. Wait, we should probably explain the premise of it. So there's this... Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, this guy he Bob went, Odenkirk, and he bought the rights to this old, like... old kung fu movie. Yeah, this I think old... it's like cr- isn't it Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? It's not Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but no. something like that. I'm gonna look it up. But he bought the rights to this old movie, this old kung fu movie, and then he went and green screened himself into the movie and then just overdubbed all the dialogue. <laughs> so fucking good. And then made it into this really shitty comedy that is really good. It's actually a movie called Savage Killers. Ooh. Oh. And uh, Bob Odenkirk just uh, overdubbed it and uh, green screened himself into the movie and basically wrote a whole new script about it. It's so stupid. It's very funny. Taco Bell, a Taco Bell. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like that Spike show MXC. Oh my god, and, I fucking love MXC. It's so funny. That was actually uh, like the original Japanese or like I don't know. It's some Asian show uh, called Takeshi's Castle. Yes. Yeah. And uh, whoever did MXC just overdubbed and like made it super ridiculous. Changed all the names and made them have weird voices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, re- so I really stupid. do recommend Kung Pao. It's a very good movie. And MXC. That's a I've stupid... I've MXC. You should watch it. It's the stupidest show. It's all on YouTube. It's like Wipeout, but way funnier. Well, Wipeout's stupid. Wipeout is stupid. The jokes are stupid, and it's just the same thing over and over again. Also, Ninja Warrior's too serious now. Ninja Warrior is really serious. And then Wipeout it's, it's all is American bad Ninja Warrior. humor. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, all, all of this is American Ninja Warrior now, and I don't care about Americans. I don't want to watch yeah, that. Yeah, I think you'd like Ultimate Beastmaster, then. I've also seen that. Do you like it? I watched, like, 30 minutes of it, and I was like, well, that's a training course. It's, like, the same thing. Like, it's Ultimate Ninja Warrior, but it's more global, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's true. I just remember watching Ninja Warrior back in, like, 2005, mm-hmm. when that one guy, the first guy who ever beat it, he was, like, a shoe cobbler. And he was the first person to ever beat 
Ninja Warrior. Jeez. And I remember watching him climb the tower and hit the buzzer. It was really dope. Like, I was just really into it. Like, watching all these people who had been training, and it hadn't been done yet, you know? Like, you watch yeah. so many people fail, and then he did it. And then, uh... Now it's kind of odd if you don't finish the course. Yeah, like... now it's like a sport. <laughs> yeah. It didn't used to be a sport. It used to be like a challenge, like a trophy you could put on your wall. And it wasn't like... something that, like... It's not like, oh, I'm going to go... I don't know. Like, I feel like it's like checking a box. Mm-hmm. When I feel like a lot of people train for Ninja Warrior, like, their whole lives... And then do it like he was like a fifty-year-old fucking shoe cobbler who won. <laughs> I I prefer it when it's like a challenge instead of like an obstacle course because with the other one it's like oh you make it to the end you hit the button you have to try to get the lowest time. I want it to be like no like only one or two people succeed the course, and then they change the course. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I have a really important question. Um, what animal power would you want? But it would also make you have the head of that animal. <laughs> Can I have monkey strength with a monkey head? Because yes. I'm just the same but stronger. I was <laughs> <laughs> thinking, like, if you want, like, twice your strength, you'd be, like, an ant, but then you'd have to have, like, a big ant head. Might not just be a monkey mm. and then look the same. Or if you wanted to be, like, a really smart, cool octopus, but you'd have to have an octopus head. Wouldn't that be, like, the entire octopus body, except for the tentacles? It'd be, like, the eyes. Okay. The big, like the big brain part I'm imagining. Yeah. You'd have some jets on the back of your fucking head. That would be pretty cool. It's like um, when you first evolve from cell stage to uh, creature stage in sport. <laughs> <laughs> it is just like that. Um, I also think like just having like a giant eagle head where you're like, ah! <laughs> like you just fly around and you can have like a trident and throw it at people and stuff and just be like a menace in the skies until someone shoots you. What about those like arrow fish that can like spit? super accurately that'd be a pretty cool power dude i'd want to be that shrimp that can fucking break bones i want to be so hard the mantis shrimp yes yes i want to be that one lizard that bleeds out of its eyes (laughs) (laughs) but can i have human eyes like oh i want the ability to like lose one of my limbs and have it grow back because i feel like that'd be super comical to like rip off one of my arms and hit someone over the head with it oh my god my phone just got off i think you'd really enjoy the deadpool movies (laughs) Derek just ruined this fucking podcast. God damn what you, Derek. What did he text you? Work shit. Ew. You think I want to think about that right now? No. Fuck my job. If you could be... Bye. Or if you could be any animal, what would you want to be? I'd want to be... The therapist. But, like, you keep your human conscious. No one in the world. Then I definitely want to be, like, some sort of ape. Or, like, a koala bear. Something that can climb. I want to be a... Um, or, like, a little spider monkey. Or, like, a panther. Or Ooh. cheetahs. Cheetahs can carry like an eighty-pound like antelope up a tree. Antelope up a tree. It's badass. Can I be an otter? Like, I just want to swim around and like have a rock. I feel like at that point, be like a beaver. You I know? would say beavers a little better. Than no, otters. you gotta work Although, harder. Actually, I love otters because okay, so I really like cats. And cats, you know, they're just like simple. Like everyone knows what cats are. But then it's like it evolves and it's like. Oh, ferrets. It's like little rat cats. Like, they're little tubes. They're adorable. I love them. But then it's like, otters are just the larger, cuter, more aquatic version of a ferret. And it's like, God, I love them. Otters are so cute. I've thought about uh, realistically owning an otter. Because mm-hmm. I love, like, I would love to own an otter. Not that you should. No one should own an otter. Don't yeah. do that. It's not good. But in this fucked up fantasy, <laughs> I want an otter. Um, and I was like, 
you could fill up a bathtub, like every bathtub with water. So he could be like cruising around and then jump in a bathtub and like have some water. And it's like, that's not enough for an otter. Why are my hardwood floors wet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and then I was like, well, there's a canal in my backyard. He could, and it's not like a giant industrial, like dangerous canal. Like it's a pretty safe canal. Just like, with broken glass yeah. and shit. Yeah, there's just broken glass and dead kids in it. But it's <laughs> fine. Yeah, there are. <laughs> it's just the standard canal stuff. Yeah, standard canal shit. But it's not like super steep on the sides. Like you can get out if you fall in. Anyway. And then, you know, like, otter could be, like, in the canal. And I was thinking about it, and it's like, I'm just never going to see that otter again. Yeah. It's going to get in the canal, and it's going to go leave. live a regular life. Yeah, regular otter life. Or get caught in the dam and die. Damn like some... beavers. <laughs> That's funny. Beavers are the apex <laughs> predators. <laughs> beavers are apex predators. It depends on how big your food chain gets. <laughs> Honestly, I think if beavers weren't limited to, like, just building dams, they could topple humanity uh, mm. <laughs> imagine like they're building skyscrapers and shit they could like learn how to build like trebuchets and just fuck us up oh my god that'd be awesome that would be super cool <laughs> it's like the emu war but with beavers oh my god that should be like the premise of a book like beavers learn how to build other things and they build like siege weapons and just come and like start raiding on humanity i can imagine the cold open where it's like this guy just like hiking through the woods and he finds like a big statue of a beaver like <laughs> carved by the beaver like the lead rebellion beaver guy like his yeah, name and is he's like... like and he's like what the fuck and he's like walking around seeing like this giant statue of a beaver and he doesn't realize that he's walking like on the beaver dam kind of thing and then he falls through Oh, into I thought it. he'd be like walking through like the woods and then he's just on a beaver dam that's like in the middle of the woods yeah because they like cover up the river you know like they're like oh. so advanced they like build everything it's, it's like, like trench warfare he like shows up in a town so that's oh, where a river used to be yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like this big beaver statue in the center of this town and he's like what the fuck and then like it's a book i guess i was gonna say if it was a movie you could like see the beavers in the windows like darting and like hiding <laughs> as and, he's like, like walking through everyone's like locking their doors yeah it's like children of the corn but for beavers <laughs> <laughs> exactly it'd be exactly like that Speaking anyway, of... and then he'd be murdered by beavers, and that's where the move the movie now it's now a movie. That's where the movie I would, would start. I mean, it could start as a book and then be adapted to a movie. Andrew, write a forty page uh, novella. Forty page? I'm gonna mean. write a fucking forty <coughs> chapter <coughs> trilogy. Jonah's being attacked by the sneeze ghost. <laughs> Jonah can never have just one sneeze. No. You know that one Cards Against Humanity where card where it's like blank. You can't just have one. John, if you put sneeze, I would pick that as the winning card. Thank you. I really can't. I try to sneeze as hard as I can to get it all out, and it doesn't help. It doesn't help. I, I'm always longing for the time that you can only sneeze once, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make a big deal out of the one time you two only have one sneeze. Always carry around like one of those like party blowers and like a popper. <laughs> yeah. That'd be perfect. Uh, I think it's time for Eddie's commercial now yes. to make up for last. I'm gonna week's. lean back and not talk at all. All right, so today, uh, this podcast, uh, Fuck You, He's My Dad, is brought to you by Haley, Idaho, home of the Idaho PA, IPA, I don't know how to talk, but it's really been doing wonders on my whole nervous system. It's been killing me. 6.7 alcohol percentage per volume uh, and 12 fluid ounces, Idaho IPA by Sawtooth Brewery. Uh, they're not paying us money, but it's the first thing I saw, so I decided to give it an advertisement. They should pay us money. They should. I mean, it's good beer. I like it. It is beer. 
They owe us a favor. I don't know a lot of people that like IPAs the same way I do, but uh, it's it's good. It's a good IPA if you like IPAs. Um, 100 IBU. Not sure what that means. Seems kind of pretentious and hipstery, but <laughs> I like it. Um, Sawtooth Brewery. Check them out. Check out uh, Haley, Idaho. When you got the time, they got some land, probably. I would assume. Maybe some water. It's a factory. <laughs> some, some water. The whole city is just a factory. You walk in and there's a big beaver statue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, Sawtooth Brewery, Idaho IPAs, and Haley, Idaho. Thank you, by fuck you, he's my dad. Woo! Um, and now we're going to transition to the game of the bi-leak. We leak, 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 leak. Boy, I have one more thing to talk about. This can be really quick. Oh. So, each of us play musical instruments, right? No. I've never once touched a musical instrument. Well, if you could play any musical instrument besides the one you currently, like, ones that you do know how to play, what would what instrument would you want to learn how to play? The hang drum. They are super fucking cool. I don't know what that is. It's like, um, it's like, it's made out of a certain metal. I forget what kind of metal, but it's a metal drum, kind of like a steel drum, I guess. But it has, like, indents on all the sides, and you, like, hold it in your lap. Um, oh, I know those things. They're like pitched to like certain like. You see keys. them all the time on like Reddit. Yeah, you see them on Reddit or on YouTube. Just look up like Hang Drum or Hang Monkeys. That's a really good like duo that does like purely hang music, um, and it's just like super tranquil. It's a really it's it's a beautiful sounding instrument in my opinion, and it's totally percussive. Like it sounds a lot like a steel drum would. But it seems like it's inverted. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, yeah. Because instead of being like indented, it's like. Yeah, outward a, a, a concave. Yeah, and you don't hit your um, you don't hit the steel drum with like mallets or in, or you don't hit the hang drum with mallets. You hit like the steel drum with like mallets. Um, what do you hit the hang drum with? Your thumbs primarily. Oh. Yeah, so you just like go around with your like thumbs, like the bone on your thumb, or something. My, I don't have bones in my thumbs. I kind of just like. I would get a doctor to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the instrument I would love to learn how to learn. I want to learn how to play, um, like, the keyboard to a disgusting degree. Just like mm. I could play, like, fucking anything. Because then you pretty much have learned every instrument. Because there's any yeah. sound for a keyboard. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Can I trade that? Yeah. Instead of learning how to use a good instrument. No. I want to know how to use, like, an analog synth. I want to be so good at synthesizing noises. I don't even have to be good at playing the keyboard. Yeah. Because it just makes noises for me. I want it to be like the whole, like, plugging in wires, turning knobs, fucking you stick your dick in a hole, and it, like, produces the best sound you've ever heard. Like The more erect you get, the louder it is. Like <laughs> Modular synthesizers? I play synthesizer and and so I don't play a well, modular. Oh, oh, censor that name. Yeah, I know. Uh, we never say it. Oh, okay. That's we'll good. censor it. <laughs> yeah. I play, I play synthesizer in the band Jonah's in. Um, in Eat Eat. Yeah. In I'm also in. I'm in the band. Um, Eddie plays synth in the band. So I know a little bit about modular synthesizers, and they're fantastic, but you can almost never save the sound that you create. It's just like you plug in a bunch of wires, and then you either leave the wires there and, like, take a picture and write it all down, or you'll just never figure that out again. You just got to write the song in that moment. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I feel like the instrument that I would really want to learn how to play, like, crazy good, is the accordion. Because, like, the main song that comes to mind when I think of the accordion is, like, the Breath of the Wild, that one bird that plays the accordion. And if I could play that on the accordion, I'd just play that till the day I die. My music teacher in elementary school 
um, she was really good at the accordion. Like, it was surprising. Like, instead of playing the piano, she would just play the accordion, and it was awesome. I loved Sounds it. Sounds awesome. It's fucking weird. Anyways, weird. back on to bi-weekly Game of Thrones. No. Oh. Roblox. Oh, Game of the Week. Bi-weekly Game of the Week. Roblox, baby. I gotta scream at Game of Thrones later. <laughs> so pissed. Wait, what did we talk about? So... No, wait. Okay, we'll talk about Game of Thrones later. I'm getting caught up. Um, fucking, we're going to talk about Roblox. But not new Roblox, because I, I don't play that. I've never played Roblox in my entire life. Andrew, there's these blocky people. I, I know you I know host, the memes. They're like weird you Lego, host, you, but like custom games. You, 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 you know, host never a room. It. Can we talk about like Pop Tropica instead? No. There's not a lot to talk about when it comes to Pop Tropica, other than we all played it and it was weird. I'm just gonna lay. B- Wait, do you remember uh, Fusion Fall? Yes. <laughs> okay. Fusion Fall was great. I liked Fusion Fall. It's almost as good as Roblox. Almost, almost good, as good as uh, Free Realms. <laughs> oh, I also played Free Realms. Did you guys ever play Fiesta? It was like an online browser RPG, like based in like Japan. I, I don't think so. Hearing about? No, I remember like seeing it, like advertisements for it. Yeah. I never played it. Fiesta was good. It was like one of the last good uh, RPGs that I played. Like I played WoW, and then I stopped paying for WoW, so it was like a free game, and so I really liked uh, Fiesta because it was like, I don't know, it it just hit hit those uh, RP like WoW nostalgia for me. You fucking weirdo. Yeah. Well, we're here to talk about Roblox, dude. Back in the day when I was like nine, I'd get online and I'd play on the browser, and then you'd join a weird room, and it was like zombie apocalypse and i remember getting in there and then it being like i never talked to anybody because i didn't give a shit i was mostly in it because it was fun mm-hmm. i like that you could get in a helicopter and fly it so that was mainly my goals i'd get in there other players would become zombies it was just free had a lot of game modes from other games that i couldn't afford or if i played them all the adults would spam me and they kick me because i'm a child so i can't talk i remember oh. playing a lot of uh, modern warfare Ooh, uh, Modern Warfare through, 2 is my jam. Through war- Roblox, though. Roblox Modern oh. Warfare. Yeah, so it would be like you would pick a gun or a class, I guess, and you'd have like a couple guns in your inventory, and you'd just go around and just like pop some kids and some Roblox. It was a, uh, it was fun. I was surprisingly good at it. Way better than actual <laughs> Call of Duty. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Roblox is a good one. Um, I recently babysat this little shit babe. Uh, just kidding. He's very sweet. Um, but he plays all Roblox. babies are shit. He's a five year old who plays Roblox, and he plays all five year olds are babies. And he says, "Let's play Roblox," but he mostly just plays this. I don't know. Again, I haven't played Roblox in like fucking thirteen years. Mm-hmm. But um, he plays Dungeon Quest, which is like this kind of pseudo MMO. It's like Destiny. There's like a hub. And then you go to specific levels and play them with, like, a party of people. And so he was, like, showing me because he's five and wanted to play it. And I was like, okay. So I sat there and watched him play it. And he's, like, level 67. He's, like, really fucking high level. (laughs) And plays the dungeons on, like, nightmare difficulty and can beat them. And he's super casual. Like, he started off just playing, like, on easy to kind of, like, show me what the game was. And I was like, oh, my God, did he just grind hundreds and hundreds of hours to get to level 67 by playing on easy and then he loaded into a real server with real players that he would chat to and fucking play through this game he crushed it dude like 
I remember when I was little, and I was I played a lot of like in browser Minecraft back in the day, and I remember I was the, part of this the lava the lava fill no, game mode. No, it's just creative servers. No, yeah, it was the creative server, but you'd like build huts, and they would flood the whole level. With yeah, lava. but I just did creative stuff. God, fuck off. Um, but I remember like I built some really fancy stuff in the server, and this one people were like, wow, this is really cool, like. Yeah, and then I started talking to them. I was like, yeah, thank you. I'm like four at this time. And they're like, yeah, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm four. And they immediately banned me. And that's why I don't trust people. Woo! Listen, don't be assholes to kids who are playing games, okay? It scars them for life. Or do. Or do. Seriously, those squeakers need to pay. Only in COD. Only in COD. Honestly, like, if you're if you're a 13-year-old playing a rated M game, you should expect some flaming, honestly. Also, if you're, like, one of those, like, squeakers that, like, just says a bunch of racial slurs, fuck you. Yeah, like, what's what's the deal there? Like, I've been watching I've been watching this guy on YouTube recently. His name's Rice Krispie. <laughs> and all he does is troll little kids on Call of Duty, and it's just, like, these and... kids are barely old enough to even play the game, if they're even old enough to play the game, and they're the most vulgar people... I think I've seen some of his videos. ...I've ever seen. Yeah, it's actually... He's pretty funny. I think it's pretty funny. We're talking about one of my favorite YouTube channels of all time, Daniel from SL. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know anything about this guy. He is so funny. Oh, my God. He just goes on to games like Second Life and Rust and just fucks with people. <gasps> Can I tell a story yes. about Daniel from SL? Andrew showed me this video where they're playing Daisy. Are you familiar with Daisy? I know what Daisy is, yeah. Not Daisy as in the flower, but Daisy. <laughs> yes, yeah. the zombie game, Daisy. Daisy. Like the princess. Anyway... And so he would get on that game, and then <laughs> maybe Andrew does have to tell the story because I don't remember exactly how he gets to the point that he gets to. But he, like, finds some guys in a house, and he breaks their legs. So they're crawling around on the floor, <laughs> and every time they're, like, about to starve, he, like, force feeds them and shit so they can't die. This is a but video game, by the way. Well, he would, There was three of them, and uh, he uh, broke two of their legs and killed the other one, and then locked them in a house, and then force-fed them their friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's so brutal. So like, he does so much weird, fucked-up shit. And that's in Daisy. Yes. That's hilarious. Okay, actually, after this, please remind me, I have to show you a Daniel from SL video where he runs a convenience store. I have not, like... I cried laughing so hard. Okay. It's so fucking stupid. He's a stupid. very funny YouTuber. Please check him out. He just fucks with people. He uploads very rarely, but it's like one of those things where when, right when you see the upload, you go and you watch it. Anyways, on to Game of Thrones. Eddie's current. Well, relatively. <laughs> he watches some Game of Thrones. We need to talk about... We had two episodes. We should probably talk about episode three first and then four. Also, spoilers. Also, spoilers. Wait, there's been two episodes. Since the last podcast. Well, since the last one I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the Battle of Winterfell, which is when the White Walkers finally show up. Mm-hmm. They've been doing this build-up. For seven, eight seasons. It's the since longest. the very first scene of Game of Thrones. They've been building up the White Walkers, attacking mm-hmm. uh, Westeros. Um, huge build-up. Um... It's the longest recorded battle in history. Um, it's like an 80-minute episode of just constant violence. Overall, I enjoyed watching it. I, I had a good was, time while watching it. It was fun to watch, but I have a lot of issues with it. 
I um I, okay, so I've I've bitched about this episode a lot. A lot, a lot. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, to a disgusting amount. This is episode three? Yes. Okay. So pretty much all I can get down to is, is I don't really know how to feel about it other than I'm just super disappointed. I'm, like, really underwhelmed with the Night King and his abilities. Yeah. To walk very slowly into a guarded wood and then have an 18-year-old stab him in the stomach. Uh, it just fucking makes me want to throw my head into the I wonder. hate so much stuff. Like, okay, so I think my biggest complaint is how, how the Night King died. It's so stupid. Because it's, like, all this build-up for seasons, and, like, the whole thing about the Game of Thrones is that it doesn't matter who's on the throne because everyone's going to die if they don't fight the Night King. And then the Night King just kind of shows up and it gets fucking ambushed and dies. And it's like, wow, that was really anticlimactic. Because, like, if it had, like, a build-up of his death, I would feel better about it. But it's like, oh, man, he's about to win. Oh, never mind, he died. Well, and then they were building him up for, like, the entirety of the whole show. Yeah. You just watched him for, like, 67 hours. Like, yeah. so many fucking hours I'm okay. watching this motherfucker. It's stupid, because in the books, you've only, like, you, no one's ever seen the Night King. And also, it's the Night's King. Night's King something. Um, but the whole thing is that they've only, like, referenced him twice, and no one's, like, ever seen him. And I'm pretty sure he's going to have a better death in the books. And or he hasn't even had as back. much build-up. Or the books will never be written. No, because no matter what, we'll get some of those good book notes. So George R. R. Martin, he's definitely going to write this last one. Yes. It could take another 10 years, but he's going to write it. <laughs> okay. It's going to come out. Yeah. Then he's going to die. And then the publisher's going to be like, well, he's written, like, we know where this is going to go. We have the outline. We've seen the show. Like, we know where it's going to go. And then they're going to get a bunch of very talented fantasy writers to fill in and finish this last book. Well, and then we're going to get a book based on a TV show that's based on a book. It's almost like that movie Multiplicity, where they cl- where this guy clones one of his own clones, and he comes out, like, super, super just, like, messed up. Like, can't, like, he has, like, some sort of, like, speech impediment, and it's just, like, obviously worse from the last clone. Like, a... It just gets di- distorted. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. Multiplicity is a good movie. You should watch it. Is it, like, funny or is it fucked up? It's funny. It's oh, okay. it's a comedy movie. Ah, okay. Yeah. Good. Um, But also, like, another thing that annoys me about the episode is it's, like, in, like, 40 minutes in, you see, like, some of your favorite characters, and they're, like, surrounded by zombies, and they're getting, like, fucking chewed on, and you're like, wow, they're gonna die, and then it cuts away, and then 20 minutes later... They're in the exact same situation still, and it's like, how have you survived this long? Like, nothing's happening. There's a really key idea that I feel about this whole thing, and it's the Avengers. It feels like I'm watching the Avengers. Like, they have all these characters that we've grown to know and love, and now all of a sudden they're all just heroes. Like, they're all just good. Yeah. And it's like, that's not how I establish them in my head. Like, yeah, they're fine. Like, obviously they're capable, because we've seen them be capable. But Podrick... I've never seen Podrick fight. He stabbed that one guy in the throat with his back to him at the Battle of Blackwater yeah. fucking six seasons ago. Like, since, oh, I guess You trained with Brienne for a little like, bit. Motherfucker, like, I don't know. Like, they only kill secondary characters because they know they don't matter. Yeah. And they're going to keep all these core characters alive maybe forever. Like, literally, yeah. it might just come down to the Daenerys-John conflict, which is pissing me off. And yeah. we'll get there with episode it's four. So but it's stupid. like... Good. The biggest gripe is a lot of fighting with almost no payoff. It looks 
Uh, there was a lot of fighting for nothing to happen. Honestly, I enjoyed the episode up until the point where Daenerys lands her dragon like a jackass and gets attacked by zombies. And then when the Night King raises all the undead... Actually, just, no, I liked that. I, I liked, liked that, but then the I don't like how... It shows John completely surrounded, and then all of a sudden it's just him inside. And it's yes. like, how did you do that? You had to run through, like, 20 guys, or turn around and run through 20 guys, and it's like... He had to do a bunch of... Oh, it was Daenerys saved her. Saved him. Remember? Dragon came down and killed everything? I don't fucking remember. Yeah, the dragon came down. I... But then she lands in a pile of zombies, and the dragon's like... Wow, I'm covered in zombies. I'm gonna leave. And like then she drops. So then Jorah dies because she's a fucking asshat. Yeah, it's, it's dumb. Stupid. The one thing I really liked about the episode was Viserion. I think he looked really cool when he was like all torn up and spewing blue flames fucking everywhere. Zombie dragon was dope. Uh, did nothing. Yeah. Night King accomplished nothing. Again, build up forever. They blew up the wall. They were coming. You know, they were gonna fucking kill this everybody. This impending doom. The long night that would last forever. Death, death, is, itself. death itself is approaching, and it was killed by some fucking 18-year-old with no build-up. I really like the music, too, though. Like, the piano that was softly playing as everyone was being murdered and stuff. Yeah, but I just wish more people were murdered. Yeah. I do have a question. Yes. At the, like, at the end of se- or episode two, I had a uh, speculation that everyone in the crypts, like, all the yes, dead starts. that happened. That yeah. happened? Yes, okay. it was also underwhelming. Really? Yeah, it happened. The cool thing is, like, Mr. Lewin came back and was murdering people. That but was it's fun. Like, but where's Ned Stark? Mm-hmm. Where's Rob Stark? Like, yeah. where are any of these people that should be coming out of the crypts and murdering people? Like, they had so many chances, at least for cheap little fucking cameos. And also, like, the thing is that they're breaking their own Hodor. rules. No, Hodor died north of the wall. And all the zombies are marching south. Yeah, so he's probably somewhere. Also, how come there's only one giant? When we saw the Night King marching, he had, like, 20. Yeah. So but is the whole army of the dead like gone now? Because yep. Oh, yep. it's a hive mind. Okay. So Night King. Night King dies. Everyone dies. Yes, and okay. they killed the Night King at the end of eighty minutes, and they killed him in five seconds. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I wish we could see the Night King do some sword stuff. Because do literally do anything but did you, stare and throw spears. Did you know that the guy that plays the Night King also played Sir Arthur Dane, the guy during like the Tower of Joy with the two swords? That's yeah, like fucking spin around. Yeah, the fucking general grievous of fucking Game of Thrones. And it's like you didn't let him do anything with his sword. No, he just walked around and threw spears at dragons. God damn. Which is fine. You know, good you good for you. But it's like he could have at least fought and like almost murdered John and then Arya jumps out kind of yeah. thing, like distracted. John could have fought the generals. Because I know? think cause... the generals literally just stood around and were like we're going to let this girl run past us and be like, oh, that's not my kid, and then <laughs> keep going. Ugh. But it's, I wish there was some build-up to his death, because it's literally like, oh, man, he's walking up. Oh, man, Arya comes out of fucking nowhere. But, like, the thing is that, like, I feel like it should be, like, him and Jon's sword fighting, because Jon's sword is Valerian Steel. Literally, the Valerian Steel meant nothing in this entire episode, which sucks, because the whole point is, like, okay, who can actually kill these things? But, like, it should be him fighting, and then Arya can come in for, like, the backstab. Because then, at least, that's, like, a team effort. It has some build-up to it. At There's least you get to stakes. see the Night King be cool. Yeah. Instead of just walking around and staring at Bran and doing the slowest sword pull. He, like, spends a full six seconds. Because he just stares at Bran for, like, 20 seconds, and he's like, Oh, yeah, I should probably get my sword now. He never speaks. 
Bran never says a fucking word about him. What the? What was? Theon dies so unceremoniously, just like charging at the Night King like a jackass, yeah. which is fine. But it's like I just watched Theon get tortured, have a full character like, like he had a whole redemption. He had a whole redemption back, arc, like. like and he just gets stabbed by the Night King for being a dumbass. Yeah. That's it. Like, uh, fuck you. It's it's not. Jorah dies because Daenerys is stupid. And he should have... Why did he come back from charging directly in where everyone else died? And then just him and Ghost come back? Like, what the fuck? And some Dothraki. Yeah, like two Dothraki. Yeah. But it's like, all of them, you saw like their flames extinguished, they're all murdered. And it's like, how did Jorah make it back? He was on the front lines. He should have died up there, and then Daenerys would be like, ah! He should have come back as a zombie. Yeah. That would have been dope. That'd Honestly, been cool. I wish, like, a main character came back as a zombie and then, like, made, like, the confliction of, like, uh-oh, I have to kill my best friend now. Yeah, the whole conflict uh, was not good. Little Mormont, highlight of the episode. I thought that was a lot of fun. Little Mormont came, like, Little Mormont is this little, like, 12-year-old girl. Okay. Who's the head of a whole household. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking and about. And she's a total badass. And so right. the giant breaks into Winterfell and just slaps her aside. And then later, she comes running back to fucking kill him, but is, like, fucked up. Mm-hmm. And the giant just, like, grabs her and starts crushing her. And then she stabs it in the face. With a fucking... Die. Yeah. Okay. With the obsidian blade, which kills him instantly. Which is dope. And then the Night King brings her back to life later. That's also dope. But I wish you got to see, does. like, the people brought back actually start attacking people so you can have like the conflict of like uh oh this is like my fallen it was like friend. an 80 minute episode but they spent 60 minutes talking about stupid shit that didn't matter yeah anyways we should probably talk about episode 4 which is honestly the worst episode of Game of Thrones it's so fucking stupid so they celebrate they which won. I mm-hmm. I enjoyed the celebration That's I fine. thought that was fun I didn't like Brienne and Jamie's thing I didn't like that, that either felt weird it like, felt like fine. fan service kind like, of what happened to Tormund um, is he still around Tormund got rejected by Brienne so he cried and then left mm. he's going back north I see what so ghost and John he's didn't funny. pet I ghost I like Tormund he's a funny guy I like Tormund he tried to impress Brienne some more and then Brienne was like bye and then left with Jamie and then he and then cried. they have sex mm-hmm. like they have their whole little relationship which is fine because they've been through a lot together. Um, but I just felt like it was just cheesy. Yeah. It just didn't matter, I guess. I don't know. It was just weird. I don't know. It was weird. I did not like. Um, and then John's like, bye, ghost, and then just leaves his dog that he's had forever. That they yeah. Just, the main problem with Game of Thrones is they're supposed to have these dogs, these mm-hmm. dire wolves. Giant-ass yeah. dire wolves, whole-sized wolves. They're really important wolves. in the books. In the show, they just don't fucking matter because, because they're too expensive in to the animate. books, mm-hmm. also, everyone in House Stark is a warg. Meanwhile, in the show, they made it so only Bran is. But the thing is, Jon's a warg, Rob's a warg, like, everyone's a fucking warg in the books. Mm-hmm. It's like a thing of House Stark because it's like they have dreams of, like, seeing through... But like Bran's the only size. one who like harnesses being a warg and like actually wargs into animals. Yes, but the thing is, in the books, they can all... the wolves provide more stuff and like foreshadowing for how they die and such. Anyway, it's uh, there's a ton of foreshadowing in the books. Mm-hmm. So much, ludicrous. I love it. Ludicrous um, is a rapper. I'm yes, pretty sure. Sure. Yes, he is. Um. Anyway, and then uh, you know, goes goes up north to Tormund, which is fine. Checked off the list. They're going to live. I guess that's the end of their story forever. 
because they live now. Sam and his now pregnant, pregnant, Billy. Yeah, are gonna go head to somewhere. They're leaving somewhere. I wasn't paying Don't attention. know where, but they're like, we're gonna name our son John, and it's he like, was like, don't, don't name it. No. Ugh. Um, Daenerys is annoying as fuck, and I hate her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when is she gonna kill John? I'm more like, when is John gonna kill her? Do you think he would? Yeah. No. I guess they go like, either way. All the Starks have to die. Everything that I've seen Last so far has been like John is just the super kind of naive guy, especially the like Daenerys's own like I don't know her. She's like two faced almost. Yes. And I feel like John's kind of blind to that. He um... also John just kind of he told his family that he's a Targaryen. And so everybody knows that he's a Targaryen now. Because mm-hmm. then Sansa went and told Peter Dinklage, and then Peter Dinklage went and told Varys, and then Varys went and told everyone. So and now Varys is, is having second guesses about Daenerys being And queen. he's like, John will be the better king. Which is fine. Like, this kind of conflict is fine. Yes. Like, I don't mind that. The part of the episode that I have so much trouble with is then, then they leave Winterfell, and all of a sudden it's like hitting fast forward. And you're just like... Yeah, Daenerys is back at Dragonstone, and she's... Uh, flying her last two dragons and her fleet over to go raid King's Landing. And then they immediately kill her dragon. With just no like, build-up at all. It's like they're, it shows them flying, and then all of a sudden he gets fucking speared by like eight harpoons, and then he falls into the water. And it's like She only has the one dragon? Though? Yes. Yep. And then it's stupid because she's charging directly at the fucking ballistas, which just sniped down the one dragon with fucking precise like shots. Like none of them missed. And then she just like, turns away and none of them hit her and it's like that is such it's like they're like uh hold on we gotta kill this dragon and we kind of forgot to ride it out so uh (laughs) let's just fucking okay yeah he's dead and then they destroy their entire fleet and then they're on dragonstone and they're like oh wow that was fucked up but the whole thing is after that they're like oh my god they kidnapped masande and it's like how the fuck do you know that like how long has it been masande doesn't matter (laughs) in terms of like characters like She's been around for a long time and is cool, and I like her, and her and Grey Worm have a cool relationship. But then it's like, everyone assumes that she's been kidnapped because they don't find her after all the boats are destroyed. She could have easily drowned. She could have been shot with a harpoon. Yeah. No one knows. And all of a sudden, it's just like, she was kidnapped. They have Masande. We have to go to King's Landing. Literally six seconds later... They're in front of King's Landing. Which is now a desert, which had giant green mountains before. Exactly. Geographically, it makes no fucking sense. It's not the same place at all. Mm-hmm. And then they're at King's Landing immediately. Like, I was honestly like, they showed them walking and then showed Cersei on the wall. And I was like, you're joking. Like, they're already at King's Landing? They and were then just talking about this. It has a stupid, like, confrontation between Tyrion and Cersei that means nothing. And then they kill Masande, and it's like, what was the point of all this? Also, Masande's thing was so dramatic. Like, everyone had, like, slow zoom-ins on their scared faces as Masande was about to die. And the problem is, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Masande should have been unceremoniously, like, Cersei should have, like, listened to what Tyrion said, turned around, and Masande's head should have been chopped right off. Like, it should have been, like, immediate. Like, yeah. they needed the shock value for that because no one cares. Yeah. They made it seem like everybody cares about Masande and her relationship with Grey Worm. I don't. I want to say I like the mountain. I like how we can decapitate someone with a single fucking swing. I but think that's awesome. But It's going to be the, the track that it's on. The mountain's going to die really easy. Yeah. 
uh, someone. They're so gonna game kill. Game bowl has to happen. They're gonna kill one major character. Jamie's well, heading back south. There's only two more episodes in the season. Yeah. Yeah, yes. and the next one is going to be another big battle because it's directed by the same person who did Battle of the Bastards, Hard Home, and the Battle of Winterfell. And then what really concerns me is that the last episode is directed by the writers, and the writers are already showing that they're incompetent. Well, so with only two more episodes, and that's basically only two more hours, like they're gonna have to cl- like it's clear up some three, ties. It's about three hours that we get with the show. Well. Okay, but and there's still. so many Why? loose ends. It's so stupid. They rushed the entire thing. Here's what should have happened. They should have, instead of focused, like, they should have written season five and six better so they could get to the point. Battle of the Bastards should have happened earlier. The Battle of Winterfell should have happened in season seven. And then it could be the build-up to this next battle, where then they don't have to instantly kill off a dragon, instantly teleport around. The thing is, they just rush everything. It's so awful. Yeah, because they're tying off all of their loose ends that they've kind of left over the last yeah. however many seasons. It's like more fan service than Endgame. Which Endgame is supposed to be a lot of fan service. So, I don't know if you guys seen Endgame. No. A no. lot of fan no. service. Can I spoil one thing no. for you? Did you cry? No. no. Mm. Everyone, the person around me was sobbing. Mm. But can I spoil one thing? No. No, no, it's like one thing. No. Batman dies, right? No, no, no. Can I spoil one thing? The Hulk dabs. I want you off this podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. And then there's that one part with Jack Sparrow. <laughs>